0: The Icarus Complex. Written, narrated, and edited by Lyndon Kohler. Episode fifty-three. him, though. Honestly, I don't know anymore. It was at that moment that I could clearly see Elena was on the ropes, and it was only a matter of time before things between them came to an end. In my head, it all boiled down to the amount of attention she was being shown. And she'd probably weighed it up and saw that I gave her another option. A way she wanted to be treated. Telling her I was falling in love with her had probably confused her no end. But I was in no position to back off. And following my revelation, like clockwork, things just sort of fell into place. we became even more inseparable and I did everything I could to stay in her thoughts because at the end of the day no matter how well we got on she always ended up going back to him and that was not something I could contend with. For all of my patience and perseverance shown Elena continued to remain And I have to congratulate her for that, because she remained resolute, no matter how much I upped the ante. There were small but brief periods of time, where I could no longer see the wood through the trees. But give her the benefit of the doubt, not once were any boundaries crossed, even when it did become clear that she liked me back. Everything kind of changed when I had to quit the nursery before Christmas, although I quit not necessarily out of choice, but working there four days a week, studying, and now a supervisor at Porto Lounge, I'd really worn myself in. It was not an easy decision, but in the end it proved to be the right one. And I returned to the nursery to say my goodbyes to the children one final time, presents in tow. (sighs) I really miss those kids. Anyway. As I'd spent a considerable amount of time telling Elena all about the children and how much I was going to miss them, I invited her also. It marked a special moment for us as I watched her interact with everyone and all the kids. As intrigued and as interested in her as I was, I remember feeling so proud and honoured to know. I was under no illusions that Elena was the next girl for me, and even some of my female colleagues commented that we looked good together, and asked what was going on. (laughs) What? Nothing, we're just friends, I replied, smiling. They obviously didn't bite, especially as neither of us were doing much to keep the rumours at bay. In the end though, all the will-they-won't-they tension between us finally came to a head the final week before Christmas. I was working a lot at Porto Lounge, notably over and above my supervisory responsibilities because we were lacking in staff due to all the students going home. I agreed to stay, albeit begrudgingly, for considerably more pay and to work every shift that needed covering. Of course, as a result, that meant staying on my own again over the majority of the festive period. But it wasn't something that actually bothered me, as I knew I'd be incredibly busy for most of it. hate the fact that you're going to spend Christmas alone, Liam. Elena text in response when I told her my situation. But we can have a Christmas party of our own. Drinks, films and present swapping, that kind of thing. Sounds like a plan? To be fair, it actually turned out to be a brilliant, amazing night. And one of which that will stay with me forever. A strange lover of Michael Buble, I bought her an official Buble calendar and a Vicar of Dibley box set. She, on the other hand, completely surprised me, buying me the complete box set of the US office and a clapper activate light switch. I've always hated people spending money on me. I've always been that. So not only was I humbled by the gesture, but the gifts themselves were amazing. They weren't exactly heartfelt, but they proved that Elena listened to everything I said no matter how significant or pointless. Forgiven the fact that the clapper didn't work, and as tacky as it might have seemed, I'd been talking shit for ages about wanting lights in my room that just turned on by clapping. But I cherished the office DVD the most. That show would always hold sentimental value for me, particularly because of the past summer I'd had. And without it, I don't really know what I would have done with myself to keep myself entertained and amused. I told Elena this quite early on into our friendship, and she'd not only listened but remembered. And for that, I loved her very much. The rest of the evening turned out better than I could have imagined too. We sat, talked about everything and nothing, drinking copious amounts of homemade cocktails combinations of vodka, schnapps and cranberry until we could effectively drink no more. And when I suggested we play an impromptu game of spin the bottle with only two people what? How do we do this with two people? <laughs> in hindsight, I recognised things could only go one way. But believe me when I say it wasn't at all planned. The most I wanted at that moment in time was a kiss. After all, I had been on at her for ages to give me one. But up until then, she'd remained steadfast. I don't know what convinced her to finally go a step further with me. But it turned out to be very much worth the wait. I don't think I need to go into any massive detail about it. I actually don't think it's necessary this time around. But finally having the opportunity to be intimate with Elena isn't something I will forget in a hurry. I mean, the record 12 times over the space of eight hours speak volumes of that. I won't say it was lost. I genuinely think we cared for each other deeply and I'd like to think that kind of feeling supersedes all carnal desires we possess as humans. As we lay in each other's arms, reflecting on what just happened, neither of us saying anything, I struggled to contain my excitement and jubilation, but something still wasn't right. Yes, I'd finally got my way once again and was further living proof that hard work and determination pays off. But the fact remained I'd coaxed yet another girl with a boyfriend to be unfaithful. You see, for all of the times it had already happened prior to Elena, I wasn't looking at this one as a milestone past, like I had done with some of the previous. Aside from the fact that I'd fallen in love with her, At the end of the day she was my friend, and no matter how much she tried to shrug off the infidelity, I knew it would eat her up inside, and at some point I would be on the receiving end of some rather awkward behaviour for a while. I was right, but I didn't however expect it as I walked her to the bus stop home later that night. Consoling someone for something they've done wrong when you're to blame, isn't something i'd wish on anyone especially after the evening her and i just shared it made me feel really dirty and cheap and every bit of joy and happiness was sucked out of me once i witnessed elena cry her eyes out and complain what a bad person she was but as i tried to explain to her the deed was already done and there was no looking back or time for regrets hey elena please don't cry Hey, hey, look at me a sec. (sighs) I know, I understand, but... What we've done can't be undone. I told her, wiping the tears away from her eyes with the sleeve of her top. I love you, and I know you care about me. So, please don't blame yourself. It's not your fault. This was kind of inevitable. But uh, I've never cheated before, Liam. (laughs) Why would you want to be with me, knowing I could do something like this? Listen, it hasn't even crossed my mind. Just get yourself home and have a strong think about what it is you want. I'll leave you alone for a bit too. But I think you know deep down what it is you need to do. To me, at that moment, time apart seemed like a good idea, and I hoped the distance between us would indeed make the heart grow fonder, and she'd realised that being with me was the best thing for her going forward. But neither of us could last being apart for a full day. I ended up seeing her again and again and again, leading all the way up to Christmas Day, until she eventually took the plunge and made the difficult decision two days after Christmas to end it with her boyfriend. Yes, yes, I know, I know. Before you say anything, I know. It's a shame. But look, I'd never had to end it with someone before, so I couldn't imagine how distressing it must have been, even more so because they had been together for so long. When she rang to tell me it was over between them, I couldn't help but feel incredibly guilty, and more so than ever before. For all the girls thus far I'd made straight, none of them had taken that leap. Deliberately, yes, And even in Alice's case, things were already coming to an end. But Elena was the first to do so solely on account of me. There was no denying I loved her. That was a sentiment that stood fair and true. But I couldn't help but feel she was potentially wasting her time, or could one day feel she'd made the wrong decision. I'd be a liar to say I wasn't worried that she could end up pining for him, or he tried his utmost to convince her that she was making a mistake. But with all the emotions she was experiencing, the last thing I wanted to do was burden her with my own insecurities. So I had to suck it up and put all my concerns aside. Given everything that had happened, and the relationship we already shared, you'd have to agree that Elena breaking up with him was more than necessary. If not for us as a future couple, then at least for the sake of her conscience. However, as much as I try and justify it, there is no getting away from the fact that my actions and selfish desires contributed to the heartache and downfall of another. And I'll be honest with you, even now, that makes me really sad. Still, after that, things were a little bit strained for We still spent a lot of time together, even though it struck me as a bad idea, because I could tell Elena's emotions were all over the place, and perceived they would be for the foreseeable. However, when she texted me to tell me she loved me, December 28th whilst I was shopping in the city centre I was lost for words as hard as it is to say and I'm not as brave as you to do this in person but I just wanted to text you and let you know that I love you Liam have a lovely amazing day XX we know what happened the last time I heard someone utter those three words to me that moment will continue to haunt me for the rest of my life, but Elena's declaration was different. Yet, like Alice's, it totally came out of the blue, and there was never any doubt that Alice meant it, but Elena's came at such a time that was more meaningful. Genuinely, I never expected to hear that from someone again, and certainly not so soon after a breakup. So I think I'd be forgiven for thinking it was purely out of desperation and pity. But the next few days proved otherwise. There was no drama. Nothing holding us back. Nothing for us to contend with anymore. And I was adamant it was only a matter of time before we became... Lo and behold, and once again, as if by magic, my wish was granted at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. When Elena called me to wish me a Happy New Year from a house party she was at, whilst I was seeing my parents back in London. See, I told you I wouldn't forget. <laughs> she squealed excitedly down the phone. Happy New Year, baby. <laughs> Okay, alright, full of surprises right now aren't you? I laughed. Happy New Year to you too, sweetheart. How's it going over there? Yeah, it's good. A little drunk and missing you, but good nonetheless. Oh yeah, I miss you too. And don't worry, you know, I'll be back before you know it. Oh, and by the way... I said, after we chatted for a little while longer, and I bid her farewell. Is it time yet? Are you gonna ask me or not? Ask you what? She laughed. (laughs) Don't do that. You know what I'm talking about, Elena? About us. Oh, alright, okay, fine. Let's just sit here and pick it to pieces now, shall we? I joked. Let me just dig out and find my gold star for the lucky. Behave yourself, Liam. She said, cutting me off, laughing again. Yes, actually. If you must know, I was going to ask you, but I was trying to find the right time to do so. Well... I mean, if you're asking my opinion, I would say now is probably a better time than any, don't you think? I asked cheekily. Do you know what? I have no idea why I thought there and then was a good idea to test the water, but I guess I never really expected her to follow through and ask me. After all, it wasn't in the most conventional way, nor was there really any rush, but nevertheless, With a little bit of prompting and undoubtedly caught in the moment, Elena buckled and the two of us officially became an item on January 1st, 2012. It had been a long time coming, for me at least. Aside from my last rebound, it had been almost 8 years since my last official relationship so you can obviously imagine how overjoyed I was. I can't believe this. I'm in a relationship. Oh, I can't wait to tell people, you know. My statuses for the next week reflected that. And without so much as a thought or care about Alice, you'd have thought the events of the previous summer had never taken place. You see, I was beyond content. Scrap static and finally I would found someone willing to be with me and look past all of my failings and see me for who I truly was. I was treading on new ground and I can't lie and say I wasn't frightened. A less mature me would have found some way to self-sabotage but the mere fact that Elena had taken the chance on me ...was enough to reaffirm my determination and commitment. I was in it for the long haul. And feelings aside... ...just given how well we got on... ...I was convinced there was nothing that could derail us. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be together for a while, you know. I could just sense it. That's why I can't explain. On the night before I was due back in Bristol... The first time I'd have seen Elena, since we became official. Why I woke up in a cold sweat. Oh, what the, oh, what the fuck? Having dreamt about Emma. I don't recall it being anything untoward. Her and I were still together in the dream. But it was enough to wake me from my sleep. And even more distressing, when I walked into to work for the quiz later the following day Oh for goodness sake man I found Emma sitting there, ready to compete What is she doing here? What are the chances? The moment I saw her and our eyes locked my stomach turned and flipped uncontrollably oh, I really don't need this right now man Why... And I was left feeling rather on edge It had been over six months since I'd last seen or spoken to her and I seriously hadn't expected to ever see her again. I certainly didn't think she'd turn up to my place of work, knowing full well I could potentially still work there. After all, why would anyone take the risk of unnecessary awkwardness? In the back of my mind, I knew Elena was due to attend also and the last thing I wanted to do was have both my past and present in the same place. Still, as much as I disliked her at that moment, I still had to remember she was a customer and deserved to be treated like one. So forced her a smile and set about my work duties as Quizmaster. I texted Elena, giving her the heads up, letting her know that Emma... Had turned up, so there would be no nasty surprises. She coolly told me not to. But as if things couldn't get any painstakingly worse, within minutes of the quiz starting, Liz Ashley and one of her friends walked in. Her eyes were fixated, glaring at me, as she sat down directly in front of me. Okay, good evening, everybody, and welcome to Porter Lounge Quiz. I am Liam, your quiz master. We'll start with question one. Question one What is. Oh, for fuck. I mean, fudge sake. I mumbled into the mic when our eyes met. Doing so sent some of the room into laughter, while the three mutuals sat stone faced, staring at me. Oh boy, let me tell you something for nothing, it was going to be a very, very long